Are you ready to be blessed? Say after me, I receive the word. I believe the word. I work on the word. The word works on me. Say it again, I receive the word. I believe the word. I work on the word. The word works on me. Today, these next few weeks, we'll be dealing with a subject that um, is very deep, but at the same time healthy for you as prophetic people to know. Somebody say visions. Say dreams. Dreams. Yeah, we will be handling the subject of visions and dreams and uh, how you as a child of God will be helped as you connect through. Let me give you something that happened there. Now, someone had a dream. How many of you, you dream? You have dreams when you sleep. Let me see you by the raising of your hand. Wonderful. Okay, how many of you, you don't dream at all? You, when you sleep, as you lie on your pillow like this, you move from Kahawa straight to Moranga. No pause. No, there is, you don't dream at all. You don't have dreams at all. Wonderful, wonderful. If you don't, no, there's no problem with that. Just raise your hand. You don't dream at all. Somebody say, wow. 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 <laughs> now, it will still be beneficial to you, but <laughs> so, like, so they sleep and sleep like sleep. Wow. Anyway, let's follow. So dreams, but at least, do you have visions? Those of you that don't dream at night, do you have visions? <laughs> okay. Tell us, maybe you, you, you are on another level. You don't have these night dreams. Yours is daylight vision. Amen? Yes. So I want to just run through it with you a few weeks. And uh, I know we shall be blessed. Hallelujah. Yes. Like I was saying, someone had a dream. And um, in the dream, he was being given meat. Somebody say meat. To eat in the dream. So the usual thing that you and I would do, most people would do, not you and I, is to go to Google, I had a dream. I was eating meat. What does it mean? How many of you go, have ever Googled your dream? Raise your hand. Let me see you by hand. Liars will not go to heaven. So just raise your hand. If you have ever Googled your dream, raise your hand. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So, she went to Google and Google interprets being fed with meat is that she's being initiated into witchcraft. Somebody say, Wow. And this is a very nice, professional, very spiritual person. So the question is, so prophet, does it mean I am going to become a witch? I said, who told you that? He says, I googled the dream. And the meaning of the dream on Google says, I am being initiated into witchcraft. And I said to her, see, when you Google your dream, the interpretation you get is not always right. Because you don't even know the source of whatever it is that you are reading. So, 
you don't know who wrote it. You don't know their um, 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 spirituality, how prophetic they are, or how unprophetic they are. So you may read something and interpret your dream, but may not interpret it in a way God really wants it to be interpreted. So what happens is that you are misdirected as a child of God. Are you following me? Yeah, but you see, God uses dreams to speak to us. From the Old Testament all the way through to the New Testament, it is repeated on over and over again that God uses dreams to communicate to us as his children. But most of the time, because we are not spiritually inclined and we are not able to connect to that which God really wants to put across, we are not able to get it. When God, you, you have a dream, how many of you, you were possibly, you were supposed to go for an interview of a sort, but guess what? Any day you are going for an interview and you have a certain dream, when you go for that interview, you fail. How many of you have had certain reoccurring dreams and they always, all the time, happen when you are almost about to break through or get something good? How many of you have seen that? And the question is, it happens because it is a communication that God wants to communicate with you. That this is what the enemy may be planning, but guess what? You are supposed to arm yourself against them. Now, the first thing you need to know, whether, you have, whether the dream you had is positive or negative, it is still good. Hello? When you have a positive dream, you had a dream... And like some years, some time ago, I had a dream. And in the dream, I had briefcases full of dollars. And I was sitting in a Rolls Royce. And, I mean, I was living in some nice mansion. And then, I mean, it's, the, the, the scene was wonderful. And all of a sudden, I heard somebody tapping me. Daddy. The children want to go to school. Say these are enemies of progress. <laughs> you know, there are some dreams you have you don't want to get out of. And there are some dreams you have you literally wake out of the dream. So when you have a positive dream, it communicates something positive. And when you have a negative dream, that means that something negative is also about to happen to you. But the positive aspect is this. God has been so gracious to you to be able to literally show you in a dream what is about to happen. So it is to prepare you to arm yourself against the evil that is intending to happen. So God actually has saved you by showing you or giving you a revelation of what is to happen. Yours is to make sure you literally engage in prayer, encounter every evil that the enemy might have planned concerning your life. Are you getting me? Yeah, like you have a dream and you have an accident. You have had an accident. It could mean, I mean, two different things, but let me ask, let me say this. The second thing that you need to know is that regardless whether you understand the dream you have or you don't, still pray about it. Tell your neighbor, pray about your dreams. Yes. If you have a vision and you don't understand it, pray about it. If you have a vision and you understand it, pray about it. 
If it, if it carries a negative connotation and you have a dream, pray that any evil that is intending to happen to you, you cancel it in the name of Jesus. And if it has a positive connotation, yours is to pray that, Father, anything you have purpose for me, I speak it into manifestation in my life in the name of Jesus. You may not have the entirety or the, and the total explanation or interpretation of the dream, but yours is to pray so that that which God has purpose to do literally manifest in your life. Are you following me? The reason why dreams and visions are key to your life as a believer is that everything that happens here in the physical first happens in the spirit. For anybody to rise in life, it first happens in the spirit. For anyone to succeed in anything, it first happens in the spirit. For someone to even die, it first happens in the spirit. So what happens is that when you dream, sometimes God is able to give you the privilege of having a picture of what is happening in the spirit concerning your life. And yours, the responsibility lies on you to handle or take what God has shown you and deal with it. Are you here? Yes. So dreams and visions are avenues by which God speaks to us. You see, they are key to your life as a believer. They are key to your ability to connect with God. Even Jesus' own life was shown without dreams. Let me tell you. Baby Jesus would have been killed. When Herod decided to kill young babies, God showed Joseph a dream to escape with baby Jesus. Why? Imagine if there was no avenue by which God would communicate to Joseph, Jesus would have been killed. But through the revelation of a dream, Jesus' life was preserved. In the same manner, God can give you a revelation about your life and your life can be preserved. God can give you a revelation about a job you are supposed to do and doors can open unto you. I know a certain businessman and every business he has ever done, he sees it in a dream. And he's a wealthy man. Very wealthy. He does not engage in any business without revelation. Through revelation, God is able to direct him as to which business to even enter, I mean, undertake. I pray for you. May you not be ignorant in life again. May God give you revelation even as to the things you are expected to do. Amen. If you are here, shout, I receive that. I receive it. Now go with me to Numbers chapter 12, verses 6 to 8 from the Amplified, if you would. Numbers chapter 12, verses 6 to 8. Shall we read one go? Verse 8. With him, I speak to him clearly and openly and not in. And behold, the form 
Now, let's go to verse 6. Verse 6. Shall we read one go? He says, if there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision and I will speak to him in a dream. In other words, God is trying to make us understand from this basic scripture the way by which he communicates to his servants and he communicates to us. Number one, he says, in a vision, somebody say a vision. And he says, and I speak to him in a dream. Number, number two, say a dream. Ways by which God speaks to us. The first one, he says, I speak to them in a vision. Number one, two, he says in a dream. And we continue. Next verse. But with my servant Moses, it is not so. Next verse. With Moses, he says, I speak to him face to face. So God can speak to you, number one, in a vision. Number two, in a dream. Number three, face to face directly. Where God will come and say, my daughter, my daughter, wake up. Go. To this place, this and this and this is what I want you to do. God can literally communicate to you audibly like the way I am speaking right now. May your spiritual senses be activated. Amen. To be able to hear God for yourself. Amen. If you are here, shout I receive it. I receive. Yeah, so we understand from this scripture that God can speak to you, number one, through a, number two, through a, and number three, Yes, the first and the other paramount way that God also speaks to us is through his word. Somebody say his word. Yes, this the written word of the Lord. The Bible you are reading, it is the sure word of prophecy as the Bible of scripture puts it. So one of the other ways that actually the main way through which God speaks to us is through his word and then through visions, through dreams and then face to face. Another way that by which God speaks to us is what I call through prophetic instructions and directions. Obviously, after this session, I'm preparing you to the next month, what I'll be speaking about on how to hear the voice of God. Because I felt like I wanted to teach you on how you can hear God for yourself. But before I do that, I need to prepare you with this. Are you hearing me? Yeah, because you cannot just start me te teaching you on how you can hear God when you can't even dream or you don't even understand the dreams you are having. Hallelujah. And all the dreams you are having is the ones you are eating Ugali. Every day you dream and you are eating Ugali. And you begin to wonder, which part of Kakamega that this person comes from? Somebody say mercy. Yes. So, God speaks to us Five main ways. I mean, six main ways. Number one, through his word. Number two, through visions, dreams, face to face, through prophetic directions, and six, through his servants. Somebody say through his servants. Yes. So those are the six main ways by which there are other avenues by which God can speak to you. But these are the six main avenues by which God speaks to you. And when we go to next month, when I'm teaching you on how to hear God's voice, then I'll be able to emphasize on some of those other things that I've already highlighted here. So we hear from here that God says, I speak to my servants in visions, in dreams, and uh, but for my servant Moses, I speak to him face to face. You see, through dreams, you see, dreams are revelations you have when you are asleep. When you are asleep, 
your soul enters into another realm where God begins to give you pictorial images of what is happening in the spirit realm concerning you. Are we here? So when you are asleep on your bed, there is a dimension where your spirit is connected to the spirit realm. You may be asleep, but it looks like... See, have you realized that sometimes in the dream you may be in pain and you still feel it in the dream that you are in pain? You are, some of you, you even wake up screaming or crying. You literally see tears out of your eyes. Why? Because you were crying in the dream and it literally reflected physically. So that makes you understand some of the things that are happening in that realm are literally as real as you can think of. Are we here? Yeah. So you need to understand dreams are very, very, very vital to your life as a believer. And they happen when you are in your, in your sleep. But visions happen daylight, broad daylight. Like I am standing here seeing you. I can have a vision about you and begin to speak to you the mind of God. As God has spoken concerning my, your life. I can see a vision and begin to tell you exactly the vision I am seeing. And what it signifies in your life. Are we here? Say, Lord, Lord, open my spiritual senses. Open, open my, my spiritual, spiritual senses. That I may be able to hear you. That I may be, be able to hear, to hear you. See, ladies and gentlemen, if you are always waiting to hear God through another person, that means you are still immature. Hello? Am I a prophet? Do I prophesy in this house? Every Sunday, do I prophesy? But that is not what I desire for you. That every time I am the one hearing God on your behalf. My desire is to grow you. That's why I'm teaching you even how you can hear God for yourself. To grow you to a level where you yourself, you can hear God for yourself. Because a time may come, I may not be physically present to tell you the mind of God. But because spiritually you have grown in a way where you can hear God for yourself, you will be able to be directed correctly. And I pray for you in the name of Jesus. That may your spiritual senses be activated. May your spiritual senses be activated. May your spiritual senses be activated. If you are here, shout, I receive it. I receive it. That your spiritual senses shall be so sharp that you can be able to hear God for yourself. You see, I always say it is very easy to choose between the voice of God and the voice of the devil when your options are good and bad. Let me give you an example. You, one day you wake up and there is a certain party you want to go. Very bad party with full of unbelievers. And you wake up and the same time there is a service, a prayer meeting, powerful prophetic service you have to go. And you want to hear the voice of God concerning it. Which one will God tell you to go? The prayer service, isn't it? Yeah, because it's easy. You don't even need to hear the voice of God concerning a matter like that. Because it's so direct. But now, let's assume you have an opportunity to go to UK. To work there and have another opportunity to go to US. To stay there. UK is good. US is good. Which one is God actually leading you to go? Are you here? When you are choosing between two right options, you need to hear the direct voice of God. 
Otherwise, you might think that this is the one I'm supposed to do. Meanwhile, that possibly may not be the one God wants you to be. So you may take a step and you end up messing your life. Maybe God wants you to go to U.S. and you say, oh, I want to go to U.K. Our colonial masters were British. And then you end up going to a wrong place. And guess what? Things begin to go sour for you. Why? Because that was not where God really possibly wanted you to be. But when you are able to hear the voice of God and the enemy is trying to give you the wrong direction, you'll be directed correctly to the right place that God wants you to be. I pray for you. May your senses be sharper in the spirit that you shall be able to be directed to know where you are supposed to go, what you are supposed to do at every time of your life. If you are here, shout, I receive. I receive it. So you need to understand. So I said dreams happens when we are asleep and our soul enters into the spirit realm. Our spirit connects to the spirit realm and we are able to see what is actually happening in the spirit realm concerning our lives. Number one, we see what God is intending to do or what God has already done in the spirit. And number two, we see what possibly the enemy has also done. Every dream you have is futuristic. Do you hear what I mean? What I simply mean is that if it is a godly dream, I'm going to go to, I mean, types of dreams because not every dream is godly. Are you hearing me? Every godly dream you have is futuristic. What it means is that the dream you are having today may be talking about something to happen in three, two years, two weeks' time, or one month's time, or one week's time, or whatever. Every vision you have that is prophetic is futuristic. It is communicating something about your future. So, that's what I'm saying. Even if it is bad, it is still good for you. Why? Because God has given you the privilege to see it before it happens so that you pray about it. So, I don't know why some people, I used to have a, um, uh, I have a certain daughter. When she, has, when she gets a dream and it's bad, she pretends as if the thing has happened. She starts to cry. Papa, see the dream I have. I had a dream. Uh, they were carrying my mother in a coffin. But, and then she starts crying. My friend, it is just a dream. Why are you making it look like your mother is dead? Your mother is doing Muranga. It's in Giteri. Are you hearing my point? Yeah. So why are you making it look like the woman is dying? It is a revelation. So the revelation came, it looks bad. Yes, she may be in a coffin. God is trying to make you understand that something bad is about to happen to that woman. She's about to die or something is about to end in her life. Get up as a child of God and deal with it from the spiritual perspective. So when you see that vision, you rise up in the middle of the night and you declare in the name of Jesus, anything that the enemy is planning against my family, I stand as a voice and I declare it is supported. So you are able to deal with it so that it does not happen. Are we together? Yes. Yes. But now, if you start to complain and make it look like the thing has already happened before you realize, it will happen. Because you did not do anything about the dream. How many of you have had dreams and they happen exactly as you saw them? You have had dreams like that before. Let me see you by hand. Let me see you by hand. You have had dreams and it happened that means that your dreams are prophetic. Amen? And if you are someone that constantly keep having dreams like that, that means you are actually prophetic. You can actually get into the realm of the prophetic and start operating in the prophetic. Why? Because, see, God says, 
Numbers chapter 12, verse 6. He says, I speak to my prophets in visions and in dreams. So if God is always speaking to you in dreams and all the time, that means you are prophetic. You have a prophetic calling, but just that you don't know. I call that prophetic calling in you to come alive. Every prophetic mandate in your life, today I decree and declare in the name of Jesus, may it come alive. May it come alive. May it come alive. May it come alive in the name of Jesus. May your spiritual eyes open. May your spiritual ears open. May your spirit has the capacity to perceive. If you are here, shout, I receive it. I receive it. So dreams. Now give me Joel chapter 2, verses 28. See, when you constantly have dreams and they are very prophetic, hear me. One of the greatest, you can literally jump into the prophetic easily. All you've got to do is to build your spiritual capacity. Somebody say spiritual capacity. What do I mean by building your spiritual capacity? Because see, God has already been speaking to you. Have a dream and it happened. Have a dream and it happened. I mean, it is a prophetic thing. You are prophetic in nature. Just that possibly you don't know. And those of you that have listened to my story, you can possibly check it on YouTube after here. That, how, that is how I got to know I'm a prophet. I fasted for one year, 11 months, praying that God will start to make my eyes open, my spirit to be sensitive. One day, let me give you, let me give you a quick brief. One day I was supposed to go preach in 2006 somewhere there in our church back home where I used to church many years ago. And uh, I was... I had a nap, and when I woke up, in the nap, I had a dream. And in the dream, I put on the cooker, and it blew. I switched it on. And I put on, I put on the iron box, and it also blew. That was in the dream. Are you hearing me? So, as I woke up, I put on the cooker to cook something before I go to church. And it blew. And I put switch on the iron box to iron my clothes. And it blew. So when the second thing happened, I felt like, ah, I've seen this before. Are you getting my point? So I, I began to now work on it. One day, I was supposed to, actually, I had a dream. And uh, I mentioned it to my friend at the time. So, this is what happened. In the dream, I was invited to go preach in a certain church. That was that time, it was a big church, so I thought, ah, that is not my level. Because I was just a young man studying to do ministry. I mean, I said, how can this church invite me? There is no way. So, in the dream, I had been invited to go to that church. So, as I was walking into the church, I met a woman and she says, I am called Margaret. I have a marital problem. Man of God, pray for me. And then, as I was coming, I met, as I sat down, and I saw another man who had a bald head. He says, I am called Jojo, sir. Uh, I am an accountant. I want you to pray for me. This happens in the dream. So, in the dream, I sat down, and I looked at my shoes, and I realized that my shoes were not clean. These, all these things are happening in the dream. So, I walk out, go to the church office, 
and cleans the shoe and comes back. So when I sat down, they lifted a song. Are you hearing me? So when they lifted a song, guess what? That was when my eyes opened in the dream. So I told my friend that time, um, um, I told my friend about it. And, and guess what? I forgot about it. So by the grace of God, it was time. It is so happened after like six months or so. The same church I saw in the dream sent me invitations. I mean, the same church which had invited me to preach had physically called for me to come and minister. And I didn't even remember that I have had a dream like that. So, that time, my wife was my friend. She, we, we were just friends, Christian brothers and Christian sisters, trying to find life. Shalom. It was just shalom. Hey, that time, my friend. These days, things are trivial. Those days, you come, sir. You, you hug the person like this. No, 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 you are close. Yes. God bless you. You shake like this. You don't even have to look into the person's eyes. Those days, it was serious. You see, uh, they used to call me Brother David. <laughs> Say, Brother David. So that time, I had told her the dream. I had also told her the dream. So when I got the invitation, we're one day going to pray. Like the usual prayers we usually used to do. She says, I said, I'm supposed to, we are praying. I said, this church has invited me to. She, says, she, she told me, do you remember some months ago you told me you have had a dream? And so immediately she told me the dream came back to life in my mind. Boom. So when I went to the church, guess what? I had even forgotten the dream again. Because I thought it was just one of those. I'm teaching you the first time I tried to prophesy to someone was that day. So when I entered the church, as I was entering, I saw the woman who told me she was called Margaret. And I looked at her and I felt like, ah, it looked like I've seen this person before somewhere. So maybe I've seen her because I preach around. And as I sat down, the man that came to put water by my seat, I looked at him and he said, it looks like I've seen this person somewhere. In the dream, they told me their names. But physically, they did not tell me their names. In the dream, they told me what was wrong with them. But physically, they did not tell me what was wrong with them. Are you following? Thank you. So follow this. So as I sat down, physically, I saw that my shoes were not clean. So I left to go clean my shoes. So when I came back and I sat down again, and they lifted the song I heard in the dream, everything came back to life in my mind. I said, I have seen this scene before. So now I told myself, today, me, I will try this thing. If it fails, it fails. If it works, it works. So, when I started preaching, I finished preaching, and then I went to that area where the woman called Margaret was. I said, who? I didn't point, because what if I point and they say, there's nobody called Margaret. I have to use wisdom. I said, who in this area? It's called Margaret. She, walked, she got up. Once she got up, I remembered what she told me in the dream. I said, I can see you are having marital problems. She says, hey, how do you know man of God? I said, in the So everything she told me in the dream, I repeated it physically. And I prayed for her. 
And I went to the second man. That one I didn't go to say which area. I went to the man directs. Because if this one has worked, that one will work. Are you getting the point? So I went to the man director. I said, are you called Yodu? You are an accountant? He says, yes, yes. The whole church. Hey, because nobody knew me as a prophet that time. Even me, I was shocked. In my head, I was so happy. I'm like, it has worked. Today, I will sleep with my shoes on. <laughs> it's working. So, that one worked. I mean, I had three things I saw in the dream. All of them, after the three, I was done. Uh -uh. There's no other one. <laughs> I, you don't want trouble. You don't want to call the next person and then now, you don't have anything to tell them. I just finished. So the man of God said, oh, brother, they call me brother David. Hey, are you a prophet? I said, yes, I am. That was the first day he initiated me as a prophet. And then that was it. Everything I was seeing, I saw them in a dream. And so it kept happening that way and that way. In fact, if you, if you see my notes here, I have dreams even for 2024. I have a dream where, you know, I never knew last week I would be in Kisumu to minister. But before I even went there, I had had a dream about the church. So, by the time he, so I go back to my dreams and I realize I had a dream about Kisumu somewhere in 2021. Guess what? And when I entered there, how many of you were in Kisumu with me last week? There was powerful prophetic movement, isn't it? Yes. Some of the things I saw physically as I was ministering, some of the things I saw in a dream. 2021 that there will be a woman called this, seated here, dressed like this. And as, as I call her, I remember there was a woman I called, um, called Orinda or something like that. Huh? Is it? Orinda, yeah. So, I had seen her in my dream in 2021. And I had written it in my notes. So I go back to my dreams and I check. Have I had a dream of me ministering in Kisumu? I go, pick it. Go through it. And then as I minister, God also begins to show me in dreams. So there are certain things God can show you in a dream. The Bible is so clear. If you understand, Numbers 12, 26. Um, Numbers 12, 6. It says, I speak to my... He said, he said, hear my words. If there is a prophet among you, I myself, I make myself known to him in a... And I speak to him in a... So God says he speaks to prophets in a dream. That means that if you avail yourself, God can communicate to you all the time in a dream. May God communicate to you from today in a dream. Amen. May your spiritual senses be activated. I receive. May you have the capacity to hear his voice. I receive. If you are here, shout, I receive it. I receive it. So when you have dreams, you are able to prepare yourself for what God is about to do. Now let's do Joel chapter 2 verses 28. Give me Joel chapter 2, verses 28. Shall we read? One go. After this, that I shall pour out my spirit on all and your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Again. It shall come to 
upon all men and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. And the Bible says, it shall come to pass after this. Now, this was Jesus speaking. It's a prophecy concerning the New Testament church. That during the New Testament church, God said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters shall what? Shall what? And your old men shall dream what? And your young men shall see what? My friend, out of these things, something, one of these things should be happening to you. If you are in the New Testament church, you should be either prophesying, seeing dreams, or seeing visions. Something. You cannot just be, see, let me give you one. One of the greatest things you, most of you don't understand is this, eh? Um, um, Pastor Joshua, come. Now, close your eyes. Close your eyes and walk. Just walk. Just, just keep walking. Walk, walk. Imagine he's blind and he's walking. He can go and hit his head somewhere on the screen. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Keep walking. <laughs> there, are, there are enemies in this church. Oh. They want the man of God to hate and so that he will laugh. They will laugh. It's okay. Don't, don't keep walking because... <laughs> Before you hit yourself somewhere. Now, most believers are spiritually blind. Yes, physically you can see, but what is happening in the spirit is actually more important than what is happening to you in the physical. And what dreams and visions and being able to connect prophetically does is that it helps you to be able to know what is ahead. If I know there is fire here, I will not step there, will you? Yeah, so you are able to exempt and escape that fire that was possibly meant to destroy you because you saw it. When you have spiritual eyes and your spiritual senses are alert as a child of God, you are able to deliver yourself. You don't even have to be running around looking for deliverance from anywhere, but you are able to pray by yourself, deliver yourself, and exempt yourself from the evil that the enemy may be planning against you. But most of us, the problem is this. We are so blind spiritually. We are deaf spiritually. You, are not, you don't desire to, to launch into the deeper waters of the spirit. All you know is that you have, uh, you can be able to go, yes, it's good. I will pray for you. Yes, it's good. When you ask what the Lord is saying, I will tell you. But guess what? You need to grow and mature from there. Are you getting me? Where you can see. Put your hand on your head and say, oh Lord. Open my spiritual eyes. Spiritual eyes. Imagine you are blind and you cannot see anything. Some people, they are also spiritually deaf. They can't even hear the voice of God. That is even worse. They don't even know when God is speaking and when the devil is speaking. Thank you. Can have a seat. So you need to understand that dreams. See, when psychologists will tell you dreams are activities of the night, they are mental activities of the night. But they are not just mental activities of the night. They are prophetic revelations that God shows you to help your life. Yes, I understand not all dreams are from God. Because you see, if you watch a horror movie, how many of you know horror movie? If you watch a horror movie and you go sleep, don't tell me, you have funny, funny dreams. You see a cockroach coming to attack you with a knife. You understand? Why? Because of the funny movie you watched the night before. 
Hello? Yes. And a cockroach is running after you and chasing you. That is when you realize that all the kitty witches are against you. Now, my question is, somebody asks this question. Why does God speak through dreams? Why can't God speak to us directly? And I want to explain to you from the word of God. And then you are going to be blessed. Why does God have to speak to us through dreams and not through plain language? Why? Why? Why should God speak to us? Because don't you think God can come and speak to you audibly and you hear? But why is it that God speaks to us through dreams and through visions? The reason is this. The language of God is prophetic. The language of God is prophetic in nature. Even the Bible we read is prophetic in its interpretation. Everything about the New Testament, the Passover, all those things talks about Jesus. But it is coded and hidden. Are you getting me? Yeah, it is prophetic in nature. You must be sensitive and spiritually alert. That is why it is so sad when sometimes Muslims and these other religious people try to interpret our Bible. Because they are interpreting it from a place, not from the spirit, but from the flesh. Are you getting the point? Yeah, so there's things we read in the word of the Lord. They are prophetic in nature. That's why Paul said spiritual things are spiritually understood. They are spiritually discerned. Are you getting me? Yes. Now, give me Matthew chapter 13. See, have you realized that when Jesus was on earth, all the time he was speaking in parables? All the time. Why? Because the language of the spirit is prophetic in nature. It is not plain. That is how God made it. Why is it that every time Jesus will speak, who speak in parables, a sower went to sow seeds, some fell on stony grounds, some fell on thorny grounds, some fell by the highway side, some fell on a good ground, and then later he will tell you the seed is the word of God. Sometimes he will interpret the parable he has spoken so that layman will understand. Other times he does not even interpret the parables. He leaves it like that. The Bible says he spoke to the multitude in parables but he explained the parables to the disciples. Why? It's not everybody that is expected to understand prophetic language. There are some things that happen in a prophetic church. People outside prophetic church call it bad, wrong. It, it does not make sense to them. Why? Because the things of the spirit are prophetically understood. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. When, see, Jesus did not even explain the parables to everybody. Sometimes he will speak to the people in parables, and the Bible says he will explain the parables to the disciples. Give me Matthew chapter 13. Let's read from verse 10 to 11. Verse 10. Shall we read one go? Why do you speak to the crowd in? Because the guys could not understand. Anytime Jesus was speaking, he was speaking to the people in parables. Why? Can't you speak in layman's language for everybody to understand? Because heavenly language are prophetic in nature. Say after me, heavenly language. Heavenly language. Are prophetic in nature. Are prophetic in nature. Yeah. So, if... I say, I see you. Get up. Let me use this lady as an example. Get up. 
lady, yes, you one at the back. I see a ring in your hand, and the ring has fallen. And prophetically, an angel has picked the ring and bringing the ring back to you. Do you know what it means? You are not, you, should I explain it to you? Say, yeah, okay, so now I see a gold ring. So does that mean, I mean, she has to go look for a gold ring? No. Ring signifies marriage. Ring falling signifies an attack on the marriage. The ring coming back, say, God, God trying to tell you, he'll restore you. Are you getting my point? Are you married? Where's your husband? At home. Is everything okay? Oh. Everything, things were bad. And it is now restored. Are you getting the point? So, uh, he had left home. So, he had left home. That means the ring fell. And I, I, see, I saw an angel put the ring back on. That means the marriage was locked, but now it came back. Are you getting the revelation? This is just an example. I just picked it randomly. I pray for somebody yes. whose own ring has fallen. Yes. May Jehovah God restore your own I marriage. In it. the name of Jesus. Jesus. Sit down, please. Are you getting the point? So, in the realm of the spirit, everything is prophetic in nature and God communicates in prophetic languages. The disciples ask, why do you speak to the crowds in? 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 Yes, now let's hear what Jesus tells them. And Jesus replied, it is to you as, to you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been. In other words, to you that are my closest people, you are, so, you are supposed to know the mysteries, the dynamics, everything that is embedded here in the things of the spirit. But to those other people, it has not been given to them. So, they, Jesus spoke to the people in parables and it is only the people who were connected to his assignment that understood the parables. Not everybody else. And you see, that's why I always tell people, I am not called for everybody. So if I see someone out there speaking against the ministry of the prophetic, I don't get offended. You know why? Because we are not called for them. Are you hearing me? Yeah, we are not called for them. So what we are doing here, it is parables to them. They don't understand. It doesn't make sense to them. How do you come with oil? We pray over the oil. Say, to get water. Pray over the water. Drink the water. Anoint yourself with the water. It doesn't make sense to an ordinary man. Because the spiritual things, the Bible said, they are spiritually understood. You cannot comprehend, I mean, I mean, spiritual things with your carnal mind. It will not make sense to you. The Bible said, but the natural man does not accept the things, the teachings, and the revelations of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness. They are absurd. They are illogical. I mean, how do you tell me that I should pay 10% of my income to the Lord? To the natural man, it is illogical. It is absurd. Let's read the, um, 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 1 Corinthians 2.14. Let's read one go.
Thank you. Let's take it slowly. The Bible says, but the natural man, the man that does not believe, I don't expect everybody in Kenya to believe in the things of the spirit. Why? Because some of them, they are natural men. And some of them are, look spiritual, but they are religious in nature. They are not spiritual. He said, the Bible said, but the natural man, the unbelieving man does not accept the things, that is the teachings and what? What is that? And the revelations of the spirit of God. They can't understand. So sometimes when you, you, you hold your oil, I know senior people, and I mean senior. I was with a very senior person the other day. In his office, he says, um, say, prophet, pray for me. I pray. So I pray. I, he put a drawer. Take oil. I'm like, hey, sir. Say, prophet, this anointing of you, we pray, we want you online. We also take our oil. When you tell people to take the oil, I also take my oil. Why? Because, let me tell you, people have come to the place of understanding that you need to understand prophetic things and how the anointing can preserve your life. Are you getting me? But to somebody who is not prophetic in nature or spiritual, what is this? Is oil. This one is it for cooking or for. Yeah. Are you getting my point? Yeah. But they are spiritual things. Let's read. But the natural man, one go. Mm -hmm. he's what incapable of understanding them because they are spiritually discerned and appreciated and he is unqualified to judge spiritual matters they are unqualified so don't let anybody look down when you carry oil no when don't let anybody look down when you are undertaking your prophetic actions I told you, anytime I come out of the plane, I hold my water and I anoint the land. Any nation I go, I, I come out of the plane with water and I start pouring the water on the land. And as I go, I speak. I possess this land. This land shall yield for me. The land shall respond to my desires. You speak and things will begin to respond unto you. The Bible says, wherever the soul of your feet shall tread, you what? You possess it. You make a decree over the land for the land to respond to you. See, I always say, you can come to my house. Come to my house and I will still not receive you. You may be in my house, but I may not receive you in my house. And I may not have received you. You may be there, nobody is attending to you. You may be there, you are hungry, nobody is responding to you. Some of you, you are in the land, but the land has not received you. That is why you are still struggling in a land that is supposed to work for you. But when you come to my house and I give you a room, I ask somebody to attend to you. I mean, you are being received and you are being taken care of. And that is what I mean. When you step in a place, you speak over the land. Not just to be with you, but to receive you and to accept you. And not just that, but to work for you. And we stand over this land. And we decree, Kaduni mi gaduas. Ila gaduti abrantos. Let the land receive us. Amen. Let the land work for us. Amen. Let the land go in our favor. Amen. We decree and declare yes. the times and the seasons are controlled yes. to go in our favor. Yes. If you are here, shout, I receive it. I receive it. You need to know how to connect, speak, and declare to the land for it to go in your favor. 
So spiritual things are spiritually understood. Now give me Mark chapter 4 verses 34. Mark 4, 34. In the Old Testament, Jesus, this is New Testament. I'm speaking from the New Jesus was speaking only in prophetic languages, in parables, parabolic, figurative languages. Shall we read one go? You hear that? He did not say anything. Every single statement from Jesus was in a parable. He did not say anything to them without what? Using what? Can you imagine that? All the languages and the communications of Jesus were in prophetic languages. They were prophetic in nature. He did, however, shall we read one go? He explained everything privately to what? To his own disciples. In other words, to the crowd, he speaks in prophetic languages. But to the disciples, he explains the languages, what it means to them. Why? Because the reason why there are some things I don't even say and I don't even bother wasting my time about it is because there are people who not appreciate it when you tell them. So you don't waste your anointing on people who, I mean, Jesus, you don't cast your bread onto swine. There are some people who don't appreciate the prophetic instructions you give them. So you rather even not tell them. Somebody told me, ah, when I have a dream, had this dream about my, 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 my sister and uh, she was uh, in ICU. Do I tell them? It depends on who your sister is. If your sister is spiritual enough to receive it, you can. But if there are some people who cannot even take it, you don't. Yours is to pray about it and leave it to God. Because by the time you go tell them, hey, See, this one, she said, well, she wants me to die. The devil is a liar. I will not die. Because they will misinterpret what you are saying. Because you are not spiritual in nature. That is why Jesus never spoke to the people in plain language. He only explained the parables only to the disciples. Why? Because they are the ones that can understand it. They are the ones that can assimilate the prophetic language he's speaking. Are you here? Yes, sir. Yeah. It's not everybody you make plain th things to. You need to know, see what you say to. Are we here? He did not say anything to them without using a parable. However, he explained the parables to his own. To his own what? Even in the Old Testament, the prophets of old, God made them speak in parables. In prophetic languages. They were not speaking in plain languages. See, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 25 verse 2, that it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it is the honor of kings to what? To search it out. There are certain things in the kingdom of God, it is only reserved for, the, for, the, for, for spiritual people and for the matured. There are certain things, I, I was actually, I'm listening to a sermon yesterday um, um, by a certain bishop, um, from Ghana and um, I was with someone when we were listening to it and he made a statement and I said hey I got shocked about a statement he made and um, so my friend was like, did he say that? I said yes he said it I said 
The problem I have is what he's saying is true, but he's saying it to the wrong people because it can be misinterpreted. Are you getting me? There are certain things that cannot be said to everybody because they are not matured enough to handle such information. Are you getting my point? Yes. Even there are some people they are not matured enough to even handle good news. I told you some years ago in Ghana, a man was given $100,000. He collapsed and died. A pastor. He died on the spot. He collapsed. He has never seen that before. $100,000. That is about $10 million. He saw the money, he collapsed and never woke up. So was that a blessing or a curse? Yeah. They, start, they even warmed him up into it. They said, so, sir, so, Pastor, if you get $10,000, what will you do with it? So, when you get $20,000, what will you do? They warmed him. They tried to walk him into the thing. But guess what? By the time they brought all the $100,000 in a bag, the guy collapsed and died. He was overwhelmed. Me, die. Ah. <laughs> what are you talking about? say in fact we will be very alert <laughs> see the closer you get to God the more you are able to understand his timings his seasons and his languages God can never communicate to you if you are not closer to him in a certain dimension hello yeah the crowd always listened to Jesus, but he never spoke to them in plain language because they, are not, they were not closer like the disciples. The disciples, he is able to expound and explain the parables to them. Why? Because of the fact that they, they are closer to him. When you get to desire an intimate relationship with God, you are able to buy into the deeper waters of the spirit. And most of you, you are wallowing in the shallow waters of the spirit. Why? Because you are all the time, you, you cannot do, you don't, you have not launched into the deep things of God. You, you have been praying for 10 minutes for, since you got born again in 2000 and whatever. You have not changed. Your prayer life is still the same. You, 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 when it's time for us to fast, we say from September 1st to September 9th, we are fasting. You will give us 10 reasons why you cannot fast. And so you can't grow spiritually. And you see, and once you are like that, you, are, you will always be looking for prayer. Guess what? I'm a nice pastor. I will pray for you. But that is not the point. The point is for you to grow and mature to a level where you can pray for yourself. You can be the priest in your house. Lay hands on the people in your house and cast demons out of them. Why? Because you have matured. Are we here? Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord, take me deeper, take, take me, me deeper. deeper into the things of the spirit. Into the into things, things of, of the spirit. spirit. Now, we have, I want to take you the types of dreams, and then next week we can continue from there. The different types of dreams. Now we have got three main types of dreams. Three main types of dreams and visions. The first type, I want to start from there. West and then it graduates to the best. Some of the dreams you have are as a result of your own thoughts, your own thinking. Dreams that originate from your own thinking, that one, God is not in it. It is got zero presence of God. Zero. 
So I must make sure I balance it so that, like I was telling you, if you go and have, if you go and watch a horror movie and you sleep, chances are that you, you some of you, you even continue the movie. Who has been there? You continue the movie in your sleep. You have watched the movie, you, sleep, and you are continuing the movie in your sleep. Yeah. Some of you, in your, in your sleep, it's like a movie. You are shooting, people are running around. You have even seen um, um, Brad Pitt and those guys. Jennifer Lopez in your movie, in your dream. Those dreams are not from God. They are from the things you have seen in the day. So the first type of dreams are dreams that originate from your thoughts. And I said, some people think that certain dreams are God-given when in actual sense they are not God-given. Are you hearing me? Yes. Have you realized that when you start dating a person, you start having dreams about a person? Somehow, because the guy lied to you that I love you, the next dream you had, you were at the prophet who was blessing your marriage. Oh, Jesus. This is the one. I, I knew it. From the first day I looked at him, I knew. Wow. And after three months, wow. he, the guy does not pick your call. See, now the next thing is that you now start saying, it is the witches for my father's house. I knew. They, didn't want, they don't want me to be happy. So there are some dreams that originate from your own word. Thinking. When you have a crush on someone and you start having dreams of you getting married to the person, it is from your own thinking. See, one good thing with me is that I will tell you just as it is. Yeah. You see, once you sleep, your mind sometimes picks some of the things you saw physically and starts to process them. Are you hearing me? In your sleep. And, you see, if you are not careful... Sometimes it is so close to reality that you might even think it is God-given. Are you getting me? But it may be from your thoughts. It is written in the Bible. It is there. Everything is in the Bible. Give me Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 3. Shall we read one go? Uh, give me from New King James or King James. The Bible says a dream for a dream comes through what? Yes, you can have a dream through much activity. The King James says for a dream coming through the multitude of businesses. You are running around and doing certain things. You go home, you sleep, and you carry the business of the day even into your dream. So, some dreams, 
Bible scholars believe that Solomon wrote the book of Ecclesiastes when he had backslidden. All right? So, to many Bible scholars, um, the book of, of Ecclesiastes is not as spiritual as it's meant to be. But even in its natural sense as it is, get what? It is still necessary and vital for our living here on the earth. Are you following me? Yes. So, some dreams come as a result of the activities you have. How many of you have watched the movie, a Nollywood movie, those funny, funny movies, and you went into your sleep and you kind of had a dream similar to that? No, let's be honest. Be honest. You had, yes, thank you, sir. You had a dream. You watched a movie and you went into a sleep and you started. Have you realized that some of the bosses you are have fighting with at work, you dream about them a lot? How many of you have been dreaming about a certain auntie that doesn't like you? You dream about that auntie all the time. Anybody? There is some family member who does not like you. They have never liked you. And you are, you are always dreaming about them. Anybody? Let me see by hand. Anyone? Those of you here, you don't have dreams. Okay. Yes. Okay. The reason is sometimes, yes, sometimes spiritually they may be fighting you. It is true. But sometimes, because you have already have a preconceived mentality that this person doesn't like you, this boss doesn't like you, you can carry it into your dream. Are you getting my point? Yeah. And the person may be fighting you, and guess what? What happens is that it ends up becoming something toxic. And it ends up affecting you, thinking that God is the one speaking to you, but it may be coming from the multitude of your activity during the day. Number two, Dreams from the devil. They are dreams that are demonically orchestrated to derail you. D-E-R-A-I-L. Move you, of course. The enemy plans it strategically for you. And let me say this without any apology. You don't marry because of a dream you had. Take it from me. Did you hear what I said? Don't say, ah, I had a dream. Wow, I saw Piquet and me. Ah. And so in your heart and mind, Piquet is the man. Now, the man does not even know you. He doesn't even know your name. So when you come to church, you see him. You come, I claim him. In the name of Jesus, I claim him. In the name of Jesus, I claim. My friend, you may be claiming the unclaimable. Are you getting the point? Yeah. Sometimes the enemy has a way of misdirecting your thinking, your life, and giving you a wrong dream in order to destroy you. Demonic dreams or satanic dreams are to derail you from your prophetic assignment. They are to make sure you don't fulfill your prophetic assignment. You don't walk in the real thing God wants you to have. If God wants you to be, say, in America, the devil will make you have a dream. And you are seeing yourself in London. And so your mind is preoccupied with London. And all before you realize... All that you are thinking about is how you are going to go to London. But why? Because the enemy wants to make sure you miss the will and the purpose of God for your life. Demonic dreams are very sly because they are very close to prophetic dreams. 
You see, sometimes, sometimes you can even have a dream. Somebody told me, man of God, I knew that that man was not from God. He was from the devil. I said, how did you know? I always tell people, don't be too quick to say somebody is not from God. Are you hearing me? Don't be too quick. Because you don't know. Not unless you are very sure of what you are saying. Don't be too quick. Say, Papa, I had a dream. Now, this is a man, a lady from a different church that called me. Say, Papa, my man of God has changed. I said, what is it? Say, my man of God has, I think he has become demonic. I said, hey, he's my friend. Oh, I don't know he has become. I said, why are you saying that? Say, can you imagine I had a dream? And then as I, 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 he had turned into, into a bull and he was attacking me. The man of God has turned into a bull. I said, please, have you told him? Go ahead and tell him and you see why you tell him. Hear me. Hear me, church. If the devil knows that this man is supposed to help you, Maybe the devil knows that grace is supposed to help you. Well, the, the devil can make you have a bad dream like he's, she's fighting you, she's attacking you, so that what happens? So that you do not get your blessing from the same person. So you don't have to be so big to just capitalize on a dream you have and make complete judgment about something and about someone. Why? Because some dreams can be demonically orchestrated just to derail you, of course. Are we together? Are we here? Yes. If the enemy wants to make sure you go off tangent, he has a way to making it happen. And I pray that God will direct you positively. Amen. That you have prophetic dreams instead of demonic dreams. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. The one of the things demonic dream does is to move you away from the will of God. It moves you away from demonic dreams, satanic dreams, dreams from the devil. It moves you away from the will of God. Number two, it moves you away from fulfilling your prophetic assignment. The real thing that God wants you to do. Demonic dreams will move you away from fulfilling it. Number three, demonic dreams move you away from the, from your destiny helpers. The people that are meant to help you, demonic dreams will move you away from them so that they do not help you. Like what this lady was telling me, that the man of God had turned into a bull. The other day, somebody called me and said to me, I had a dream about you. I said, what is it? Tell me. Say, Papa, I had a dream you were climbing a tall, nice building. I said, my daughter, you are dreaming well. Tell me. <laughs> Say, you were going high and high and high. Say, you were, went high at the top. Say, and all of a sudden, I saw you were coming. I said, hey, stop there. <laughs> Who was coming? Coming where? Down. From where? I don't go down. I said, well, next time you see me in a dream and I go to the top, wake up. Don't continue. How do you tell me I was up there? Coming where? For where? 
The devil is a liar. Are you hearing me? Yes. You see, if you want to connect prophetically and know whether they, see, as a prophet, 90% of the dreams I have come to pass. They are, because they are prophetic in nature, because I'm prophetic in nature, I'm prayerful, so most of the dreams I have come into manifestation. And if I have a dream about you, and I tell you, you must as well take it to heart and pray. Because it's just the same way like me coming to here and prophesying to you. Are you getting me? Because it's a prophetic message that God has sent me to give you. Now, there are four questions you need to ask yourself anytime you have a dream. Before I go to godly dreams, let me touch on that. Number one, is the dream as a result of my thinking? When you have a dream, the first question, is it because I was thinking about this? You know, sometimes... I mean, you'll be thinking about something and you sleep and you dream. Chances are that is a dream from your thoughts. Okay? Number two. Is the dream from God? Maybe God is trying to tell me something. Alright? Is the dream from God? Number three. Is the dream as a result of the information I have received? What do you mean by that? If I tell you, I, um, 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 God is going to, I want to employ you in my company and then, and then um, as HR so that you come and work for my company and uh, I'll give you an office and I'll give you nice salary and all that. And that night you slept. You slept and you had a dream you were fired from your work. Papa, God has confirmed. I need to work for you. What is it? I had a dream and I was fired from my work. It's a sign that my time, has, uh, has, uh, my time in that place has ended. I want to put in my resignation. For all you know, it's because I had told you I was going to give you a better salary from what you were receiving. So your, you have, you, you, the information you have received has entered into your heart and it is making you have what? Dreams. See, ask yourself, number one, is the dream as a result of my thinking? Number two, is it from God? Number three, is it because of the info? Let me tell you, if Personally, I reject every dream from anybody that I know is as a result of information. What do I mean by that? If I tell you I'm going to the U.S. Yes, I'm going to the U.S. in the next few weeks. And tell me, Papa, I had a dream. And you had gone to the U.S. And in the U.S., uh, this, ah, my friend. I'm not taking that. I'm not buying it. Why is it that you didn't have that dream last year and told me that I will, you will go to the U.S. and this and this and this is what it is going to happen? Because it is as a, the enemy can give you information based on, give you dreams based on the information you have what? Received. Amen? Some of you, you were told by some of your relatives that a certain auntie is the one fighting you. You don't even know her name. Every time you dream about them. Why? Because of the information you have received. Are we together? The last question you need to ask yourself. Is the dream prophetic? Like I said. Is the dream from the Lord? You need to be able to decipher between dreams that are from God. And dreams that are from the devil. Last type of dream. Prophetic dreams. And that after here. 
I'm going to be speaking next week strictly on prophetic dreams. And I will show you from scripture how you can interpret your own dreams. My God, it's going to be dangerous next week. See, when you have a dream and you see certain images. Now, take it from me. You don't translate a dream. You interpret a dream. Say after me. You don't translate a dream. You don't translate a dream. You interpret a dream. I interpret a dream. Now, what I mean by you don't translate a dream, but you interpret a dream is that when you see, you can have a one hour long dream. But guess what? It may mean just five sentences. You interpret the entirety. You interpret, I'll teach you, when you have a dream, number one, the first thing you check is the setting. After knowing that it is prophetic, you check the setting. The setting of the, the, setting of the dream. Where did you have it? You are here in Nairobi. You are living in Karen. And you are having a dream in a certain village in Nyeri. Every day you are in that old school. That setup, number one. Number two, after seeing the setup, the next thing is, what was the feeling in the dream? See, you don't, that's why I always tell people, when you go to Google and you type, I had a dream and I was swimming in water. What does it mean? Swimming in water can mean like three different things. Google may not, can only give you only one, which may now misdirect you as to the actual meaning of the dream. See, if you are swimming in water and you are happy, it is something good. If you are swimming in water and you are panicking, it is something bad. So, in Google, you cannot express your emotions. Because you just say you were swimming in water. Whether you were panicking or you were happy or what. You can't. Because but emo the emotions in a dream are very important. In fact, they are as important as the dream itself. Because see, I can be, I can have a dream and I'm with wealthy rich people but i'm crying does that mean that i will be like them no it's a sign that you can you can get close to wealthy things great things but never have it are you getting the point yeah so through the word of the lord you can actually interpret every dream yeah, because there are certain prophetic symbols God has already put in here to guide you to interpret the dreams and the visions you have. And that is what I want you to know before we go to, um, in the next few weeks to how now you can hear the voice of God. So that by the time you are hearing God's voice, you are seeing visions, I can raise 20 prophets before next year. Amen. Are you hearing me? I receive. Is there somebody here that wants to be a prophet to the nations? I receive. Yes. So what are prophetic dreams? Prophetic dreams are the dreams that are direct from the Holy Spirit. They are from God. These dreams, when you have them, they happen most of the time just as you have seen them in the dream. Anybody who has prophetic dreams on a regular basis is a sign, like I said, you have the prophetic anointing. If you have prophetic dreams on a regular basis, you have the prophetic grace and you can be raised as a prophet. Amen? You see, prophetic dreams are so beneficial to us and to the body of Christ that you cannot overlook them because they, are, they act like guide. They are for your direction. Are we here? They are for what? They are for what? Yes, they are to guide you and to direct you into what you need to do and where you need to go. Prophetic dreams are for your guidance and for your direction. Prophetic dreams give you, helps you to know the will of God concerning your life. 
when you have prophetic dreams, you are able to know the will of God concerning your life. You are able to understand the will of God concerning your destiny. See, in Genesis chapter 37, Joseph had a dream and his entire future was right before his eyes. How many of you know Joseph had a dream in Genesis chapter 10? He had a dream and he told his brothers and his brothers even interpreted his dreams. for. And I, I think I preached about um, that a few weeks ago when we were doing the 90 days of prayer. When Joseph had a dream, he could not even interpret his own dream. His brothers are the ones that interpreted the dream. In other words, most of the time, your dreams are better interpreted by the people around you more than your own self. Sometimes you've seen people and they even see you as a, as a great woman more than you even see yourself. People are able to interpret your own dream better than you. When Joseph had a dream, he didn't understand. But his brothers actually interpreted the dream. He said, does that mean you are going, we are going to, you are, we are all going to bow down to you? Are, we, are you going to govern us? Are, you, are we going to be your subjects? They, Joseph didn't say a word. But his brothers are the ones that were interpreting the dream for Joseph. I pray for you. May your dreams scare your enemies. Amen. May your dreams begin to scare your enemies. Amen. It doesn't matter what vision you have. Yes. I prophesy over your life. It shall manifest. It shall manifest. It shall manifest. It shall manifest. In the name of, of Jesus. Jesus. Shall we read one go? I mean, go back to maybe from verse 5. And now, let's. Uh -huh. shall we read one go? Now, now Joseph dreamed and, uh -huh. and he told it to his brothers. He told the brothers to the, the brothers that he didn't interpret, he didn't even understand his own dreams. And the reason why, let me say this in passing, and then we go on. I need to teach you this is because of where you are going. We are grooming you to become spiritual beings. Amen. Not just ordinary people running around this Nairobi doing um, um, business. No, you are great men and women that are spiritually alert. Hallelujah. You are spiritually mature. You are able to understand the dynamics of the spirit. Amen? Because Joseph never became a being, a great man, not until he started interpreting other people's dreams. All the time he, he was dreaming, he was still struggling. From the day he started interpreting other people's dreams, that is how he ended up to the palace. In other words, until the time you come to a place where you mature from just being around into being able to interpret the visions and the dreams you have, you remain in, in, in bondage. But I pray for you. Yes. May God bring you to the place of maturity where your spiritual senses are active to the place where you shall be able to interpret other people's dreams. Amen. If you are here, shout, I receive it. I, I receive it. it. Yeah, sh shall we read it? Uh -huh. said, now Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. And number two, when you have a dream, note this, be careful who you tell your dream. Did you hear what I said? There are some people, they are dream killers. You may have a glorious dream. They will start to ah you. So you had a dream and you were you were in status. You, you, do you think you can be there? The devil is a liar. You shall get there in Jesus' name. Amen. And he said it to his brothers. And you see, one thing I always say, not just a dream, 
everything you have, you want to do, it's not everybody you should tell. I always tell people, somebody told me, Manoka, why didn't you tell me this? Because I don't tell you because you have got nothing to contribute to that thing. There is nothing you can do. If you have a problem and you go about telling people your problem, you become a laughing stock. Because there are certain people, when you tell them there is absolutely nothing they can do about the problem. So why do I tell you? You only tell people who have got value to add to you so that you are able to come out of They are helping you come out of that situation. They are the ones you tell. But not just people who just collect your, your story and go and do motion. Eh? Are you getting me? Hey, have you heard? Hey, we thought, we thought that lady was married. I didn't, we didn't even know that man is not even the, the husband. Hey. Have you been there? Yes. So he said to them, please listen to the details of this dream which I have dreamed. He even gave them what? Details. We brothers were binding shelves of grain stalks in a field. And lo, my shelf stood up. And suddenly got up. And stood upright. And remained standing. And behold, your shelves stood all around my shelves. And bowed down in respect. His brother said, he just told them the dream. And that is what I want you to understand. His brother said, are you actually going to reign over us? Are you going to rule and govern us as your subjects? So, he, so they hated him even more for telling them about his dreams. And for his arrogant words. I pray for you. That even in the midst of hatred, you rise like Joseph. Amen. Oh my God, I wish I came to church. In the midst of the attacks, you still rise like Joseph. Amen. Joseph was attacked, but he rose anyway. Amen. Joseph was hated, but he rose anyway. Yes. Joseph was sabotaged, put in prison, but yes. he came out of prison anyway. Yes. I came to declare unto somebody, yes. it doesn't matter the attacks that come out against you. Yes. You shall rise anyway. Amen. You shall rise anyway. Amen. You shall rise anyway. Amen. Your brothers can hate you. Yes. Your sisters can hate you. Yes. In fact, everybody around you can turn against you. Yes. But I pray for you. Yes. You are like Joseph. Yes. You shall thrive in hardship. Yes. You will 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 thrive in hardship. Yes. The other day, the Bible said, Joseph, even though he was a slave, he prospered. Even though the circumstances around you may not permit you to succeed. Yes. I lift a prayer over yes. your life. Yes. May you break through in the oh, name of Jesus. May the hand of the Lord come upon your life. Yes. And may you succeed oh, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Let's be upstanding. Let's be upstanding. Give me Genesis chapter 39 verse 5. From 39. Just Let's start from 39 from um, 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 from 1. 39 1. Now he said, now Joseph had been taken down to where? To where? And Potiphar, an Egyptian officer, the captain of the royal guard, bought him from the Ishmaelites who are taking the verse 2. Let's everybody read from verse 2. One go. Post right there. The Bible says the Lord was with Joseph 
And even though, eh? Come on, come on. Even though, eh? A slave. Even though, eh? A slave. Even though a slave, he became successful and, and a prosperous man. Can I paraphrase that statement? Put your name there. The Lord was with Mary. Even though she is struggling, she became successful and a prosperous woman. The Lord was with Joshua. And even though things were not going the way he wants, he became a successful and a prosperous man. I speak over your life. In the name of Jesus, it doesn't matter what is against you. You shall prosper anyway. You will succeed anyway. Anyway, you will do well anyway. In the name of Jesus. I speak over your life. I receive. And I decree and declare. Yes. In the midst of the demonic dreams, you shall rise up. I receive. Some of you have been having some strange attacks in your dream. And today we decree and declare in the name of Jesus. Yes. That gosh is bringing you out of every captivity. Amen. The Lord is bringing you out of every bondage. Amen. The Lord is bringing you out of every bondage. Amen. The Lord is bringing you out of every bondage. In the name of Jesus. Anything that has held your destiny. Tonight you are coming out of it. Amen. Are you ready to pray? Yes. We are going to take some time and pray. And I'm going to declare over your life. That a new season shall come for you. Amen. Somebody shout a new season. A, a new, new season. Shout, shout a new season. A new season. Shout, shout a new season. A new season. Shout a new season. A new season. 